Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kev and Lizzie, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. We sure do, and they sure are unpopular, Lizzie, Elizabeth. How are you, the Elizabethan era? I'm doing well. How are you doing? You know what I was just thinking is when we really hit it big with this podcast, which this is episode 283, so not when, not sure when it's going to happen, but it will happen. We can um, release our pre-show and post-show on Patreon for paid guests. Oh my God. <laughs> <Gossip>. <laughs> that would be dangerous. And it's like 36 minutes of us like talking in detail about every single person in your family and like every single person we, would- we work work with and like <laughs> yeah we would lose a lot of people <laughs> we like, would end up with nobody in our lives but each other <laughs> well you know if we did that like when we went because when we did the podcast party this year we made everybody tell us if they actually listened to the podcast or not and just fyi if you came to the podcast party this year you guys all need to step it up because nobody actually listens to the freaking podcast listens. yeah actually we would be fine because no one would hear the bad things that we were but saying. i was but i was thinking then that would like encourage them to actually listen to the patreon episodes we could charge like a hundred dollars an episode something that your mom and my mom both won't pay and then exactly. people would then really need to pay. unlock it that's the thing though like if we've said before like if i knew somebody random that we kind of knew that had Mm -hmm. a podcast i would listen to every episode it like even anybody from college like anybody who we even went to college with like i would listen oh yeah every episode just and i would make the fun like maybe people do this like make so much fun of them like there sounds so stupid (laughs) so if you're listening to this just to talk behind our backs uh keep it up i we would do the same thing so absolutely (laughs) i say thank you so much for your support and you know i hope you encourage others to also listen and make fun of us and that's totally fine and then because you know what we're gonna do lizzie oh my god i hate calling you lizzie but um, i know see we're we'll win them over we're gonna kill them with kindness that's the thing because they come in here they come in here thinking we're idiots and then we are idiots but it's funny for an hour once a week for an hour that's all we're asking of people yeah, it's really not a lot of your time. There are a lot of hours in a week. No. Um, what are you just sitting on TikTok, like playing with your kid? Like you need something, you need a I'm nice doing. distraction. I would playing definitely use this as an outlet to get away from my kid if I had one. <laughs> I would put it on like while you were just sitting with your kid. What are they doing? Not doing anything. You can listen to us you while know, you're just sitting there with them. You know how people like everybody's kids watch like Miss Rachel or whatever? Like I don't know who that is. Raven Simone? No, it's like this really annoying woman who has like a YouTube channel that people put on for their kids. And she has this really like, hello, how are you today? Like she has this really annoying voice. But apparently that's like a big big thing in parenting. It's like to shut your kid off. They just put on Miss Rachel. Look her up. You have friends with kids. They know who Miss Rachel is. But let's switch out. Miss Rachel and put on for Kevin Lizzie I. and Kev, Mr. Kev yeah. and Miss Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Miss Lizzie, yeah. So, well, I cool. wonder if um our listener Abigail is listening this week. She has a newborn child and she used the Taylor Swift um nursery like rhyme Spotify play- playlist to put her newborn oh child to sleep. So did it uh, work? 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like a oh, charm. Yeah. And she has well, the speak always... now, you know, nightlight and everything. The so yeah, she's so swifty already. Don't people say like, if you're if there are certain songs like you listen to in utero, like mm-hmm. you, Shakespeare, if you play that or for not your Shakespeare, baby, it... Bach or whatever, Shakespeare, <laughs> <laughs> like it helps. Well, because of the people that like went to the Eras tour wh- while they were pregnant. Uh huh. Abby, uh, my other friend Abby, went to two while she was pregnant. That baby's gonna be oh, yeah. literally like front row dancer on Taylor Swift, right? Yep. Exactly. Do you think when we're in like thirty years, Taylor Swift will start doing those um, projector concerts like ABBA does, where they just literally send a hologram and people go and like sing to it? Because I would go. I would go like. But I feel like she wouldn't want that because she loves like actually being there. She's gonna be seventy years old. She wants to be on stage and touch herself as long as she can. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hold off on her um, dialogue because she's been just fucking everywhere forever these this these past couple weeks. So let's try and talk about things that are not her at least until we start talking about the Grammys. Yeah, that's a good idea. And there apparently have been other things going on, so that's oh, good. Oh, yes, um, in the music industry. Before, before we get into, like, our main topics of the day, mm-hmm. do we want to do, like, have you been watching anything? Like, anything oh. you want to catch catch the audience up on? Well, I have one... Up? I have one item to circle back about the babies because um, I was tasked with the... Um, with the item to come up with pop culture items for a baby book. And it's basically like famous celebrities, famous musicians, like, you know, big events that are happening in 2024. And literally every single answer, like my first two were Taylor Swift, Beyonce. It's like big things happening. The Taylor Swift, Eras tour, Beyonce, Renaissance, Barbie. Then like, uh, you want to put, you want to put down like, for the bait like what happened in the year they were born yeah is that like what it is? yeah it's like so you can look back and see like what was going on in like right yeah. when they were born and i did add a lot of like political things because it's for a girl and i was like yeah you know just a snapshot that we are not really at like a gender equity standpoint in the political sphere these days like literally every single world yeah. leader is a man except for kamala harris is in there and so I at did have some. At least she wasn't born during a Trump presidency. That is at least one good thing. Well, I we might have to update it later on in the year or something. I don't know, I know what the but hell at least, is going on with that. At least <laughs> at the point in time where she entered the earth, he was not president. So, <laughs> so anyway, it had like yeah. top websites, top um, TV shows, top movies, like like just kind of like a snapshot. So it was an interesting exercise for me to think of like things like websites right like facebook tiktok youtube like um snapchat like i don't know things that and then like tv shows and movies and um there i mean i tried to put like 10 in each category so i tried to diversify the answers a little bit um but there's a lot going on pop culture wise like what did you focus on let me see i could i could bring up the list for you actually um let's see here I think I did things that I watched, and then I also did like some Disney stuff. Okay, at the movies, Mean Girls. It was literally number one, like cultural zeitgeist. Mean Girls, Saltburn, Barbie, The Color Purple, Wonka, Wish, The Hunger Games, Little Mermaid, Elemental, and The Marvels. 
TV shows, White Lotus, Abbott Elementary, The Bear, um, Somebody Somewhere, Below Deck, Cupcake Wars, Saturday Night Live, Succession, The Kardashians, Queer Eye, popular websites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google, Wikipedia, YouTube, Reddit, Amazon, TikTok. And then I put literally zoom.us just as a little funny thing. Oh my gosh. And then there was fashion trends. So I had to like look up, uh, there's a Vogue article about like what's in for 2024. Trench coats, trouser suits, loose jeans, short shorts, high rise pants, florals, see-through material and metallics. Okay, so that's a wide range of of textiles and styles. I, I know. Like. Well, what do you do? You think that that's accurate? I was kind of like, huh, this is interesting. Anna Wintour. Some of it, maybe. I think I feel like any of those things could be popular at any given time. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more like the pants. You know, like the short shorts and the high waisted things, like and loose clothing. I think definitely loose clothing is like more in. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of like really wide leg jeans. Uh huh. Yeah, boot like cuts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so funny. Be I mean, obviously there was the whole like, okay, Gen Z is very anti mm-hmm. like skinny jeans, mm-hmm. but it went from like I don't know. I feel like recently I've been very much like a just straight leg jean, not necessarily yeah. like tight around my ankle. Like right, but. I don't really know what shoes I would wear with like a boot cut, like I cowboy think, boots. I don't think <laughs> like it's what? flattering on like 90% of people. Like I think 10% of people can like pull off, you know, Renee Rapp like does like the chunky sweater, big like pants. Skinny people pull that stuff off. Although Renee Rapp is not super skinny. No, she ha- and like she's I'm like, thinking. She's like curvy. She's like normal, but. But then you do like a Billie Eilish and she just looks drowned in it. And she looks so like the shapes don't work, in my opinion. So I agree with you. Like, I don't she think we need like to go Billie all the way wide. Like a bum, you know? <laughs> yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. She does. Personally, like, I like the metallics, florals, and like see through material because I have a lot of that stuff. So that's perfect for me. Um, yeah. But uh, everything else, like, I, I'm not going to. Shay has a trench coat that he loves so i guess that's in but like i'm not i, I don't like wear trench like coats are very timeless mm-hmm. like a trench coat's pretty timeless but the um, thing is we usually don't need a trench coat here in san francisco so it's only for travel yeah. which is totally good too um anyway yeah. i'm so sorry that was such a tangent but i was just talking about like no, things that are happening today so uh we watched or i didn't i fell asleep during the first episode of expats but i think that will be good so the no- new okay, nicole yeah, kidman show get, on amazon prime yeah now my issue was that i saw a preview for it and i already know what happens in the show like it i think it showed too much in my opinion like i know what okay. the drama is gonna be so i saw somewhere on like Instagram or something, someone said like the very the first two episodes are like really good, like jam packed, and that it kind of fades a little bit. Mm, okay, just not maybe not as much action. Mm. Well, the, um, they only released the first episode, I think, or the first two episodes or something. So I think it's a weekly situation right now. Oh, I um, thought there were like four four oh, out or something. Maybe there's more out now. I could be wrong. Um, we did watch, I was kind of in and out, but we did watch Griselda, the new show on Netflix oh, with, yeah, Sophia with Vergara. Sophia Vergara. I that? think, I mean, she, I would say Emmy nomination for Sophia. That was very good okay. acting for her. Yeah. It's it's like, she's pretty serious in it. 
very serious but very okay. dramatic like she gets very serious and then crazy and then funny and then like powerful and she has a lot of like different personalities inside of her now my issue is um i need like glasses sometimes to read subtitles and there's a lot of subtitles because they switch back and forth between spanish and english so i lost some of the plot throughout but for the most part okay. really liked it and it's quick it's one yeah. of those like netflix shows you can finish in a weekend yeah that was like a big like big headline showing up on my mm -hmm. feed and then um uh, we went to see All of Us Strangers uh, over the weekend. It's with Andrew Scott and oh, Paul Mescal. Yeah. And it was actually, like, heartbreaking. It was so sad. I, like, oh, geez. will never watch it again. But it was very well done, but very sad. Um, and Okay. Good, like, very good acting. I'm actually surprised it didn't get any Oscars. I'm wondering if maybe it's, like, the next year or maybe it just, like, didn't yeah, get anything. Yeah, it may have been too late for that. What is it the year, calendar year? Is that the cutoff? Like, like January know, one, twenty twenty four. We never know what they're those things so, are. They're all over the place. Well, um, I think it's. Yeah, I think I it was know. an award winning movie. It was very good. Um, and then I told okay. you last week I saw Poor Things, and then I tried to start watching yep. the new Percy Jackson show on Disney Plus, and it okay. felt like when we tried to watch the Spy Kids show where they actually have yeah. twelve year olds playing. And it's kind of like, mm, why can't let's go back to when twelve year olds will play by sixteen year olds because that felt like a little bit better than a me watching little... like a baby show. Yeah. Yep. Um, did you read those books? I did. Mm -hmm. I really liked them. Okay. I had like a weird. I loved Greek mythology. Like that was one oh, thing okay. that I just loved reading about. I thought it was so interesting. I loved. They used I to have a Hercules TV it. show on Disney on the Disney Channel and okay. I would watch that Hercules TV show like I loved that kind of stuff. Did the Greek mythology really just make you want to get into the Greek system in college? Well, it, it was kind of like, oh, this isn't really like Greek. This is like so fake Greek, you know, like I know. So <laughs> wannabe. Like there's no like colors, yeah. there's no like, you know, powerful beings and whatever. I think I liked it better in my head maybe. But I would be yeah. really excited for a live action Hercules. I think that would be very good. And yeah. I actually think they could do a Broadway show too. Oh, 100%. I think Hercules would be a very good Broadway show. Bless my soul. Hercules very strong, roll. like strong music. Mm -hmm. I feel like it nice would look story. cool on stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. So that's a little um, recap. Um, I'm still like rewatching really 30 all... Rock. That's my comfort show. Oh, yeah. So. Com current comfort show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we... Um, We've like that's been our like default just throw on a random show if we like don't really want to start a movie or anything mm -hmm. and it's just so good. We're not really watching, we're kind of like skipping around episodes, but it's funny. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Have you guys watched any more Dairy Girls since I forced you? No. Damn. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny though. It's good. You just have to get um, into it. Yeah, those act I just like no offense the to them, but like yeah. it just it baffles me that there are people that really that that's actually how they talk it's crazy well and they do interviews and there some of them are british but i think a lot of them are irish and they do actually kind of sound similar to that i think they dramatize that a little okay. bit but they do sound a little bit similar to that it's funny um are you done with your updates yes ma'am over to you okay great thank you 
Um, so following the, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I went to the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire symphony. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if I talked about that, but that was great. So that obviously, um, spiraled into watching the rest of the Harry Potter movies. So Mm -hmm. we just finished, we watched, um, Deathly Hallows part two last night and they're just so good. Like, um, I love the fifth one is so good. The sixth mm-hmm. one is also good, but not as good as the fifth. No. Um, and then I, of course, love Deathly Hallows Part One because it's a quest. Oh, um, of course, yeah. Nothing actually I just, happens. I like I like that it's like a little bit calmer than Part mm-hmm. Two. Like Part Two is very much like, okay, here we Action. go. Like we're going back. To, we're going back to Hogwarts, and yeah. it's going to be crazy, but still so good. And I think they did a really. I guess it. It's been a while um since i watch them and i feel like i don't know most of the times you and i watch them like we end up being hammered so i probably am not getting many of the details so Mm -hmm. it's been a while since i like have really uninterrupted sat and watched them and Mm -hmm. they're just so good um well i think it's interesting because part one is like months right that's like august to like may probably or something like that and then part two is one day yeah it's crazy what they do and just all like i think they did a good job i think because obviously because they split up the last book into two like Mm -hmm. they were able to capture a lot of the details and just like really wrap everything up very well and it's like you forget all the people that die it's really like it's so sad like once after dobby it just like spirals Mm mm-hmm from there and you know the other i'm sure this is like very obvious to some people but one thing i noticed last night like obviously they're getting through all the horcruxes and i thought it was so poetic that like neville is the one to kill nagini right because he could have because been of like one to the prophecy with. like yeah yeah i don't know why i never thought about that before mm-hmm. but like that was such a cool like he was such like a big part of that even though he was not like a super super major character but um, and what a like huge character been, development from from sorcerer stone where he tries to stop them from going out to then being the brave soldier being a part of, i yeah. know and then when he like runs he runs like across that bridge to like confront mm-hmm. like literally the entire fucking death eater army like that was so Boom. scary and i know you mean we can blow it up yes i want you to, i want it to go boom or whatever but yeah says um not my yeah, daughter really you good. bitch and then we also started it was already kind of late so i went to bed but we started like lou hasn't seen the reunion special oh. mm-hmm. um and it's so good like they were able to bring so many people back and mm-hmm. like um robbie Who wasn't Coltrane. there right or uh, the three mains were there right three mains were there um Ginny, Fred and George, mm. Arthur Weasley. I don't they haven't showed Molly yet. I don't think I Molly don't think Weasley was, was there. there. Mm-hmm. Um Draco, mm-hmm. Neville. So like, it, they got a lot of them. First in line for that thing. That's his life. Oh yeah, right he there. loves it. Mm-hmm. Beyond the wand. Um so well, yeah, you know what I you mean, have to watch I after that. It was cool. What? Trivia. Harry Potter trivia with Helen oh Mirren. trivia Helen yeah <laughs> best show ever <laughs> um anyway so that was my Harry Potter journey 
And then um, I also saw Mean Girls last Friday. <gasps> yes, let's Mean hit Peters. it. I haven't gotten to give my review. Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought it I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I do think I totally like the actress who played Katie oh. fucking sucks. Oh my Horrible god. Horrible casting. I hate who, her. Who let that slide? Oh like, my god. If it were not a musical, maybe sure, maybe. whatever. Katie's kind of a useless character right. just as a character anyway. Like, obviously not Lindsay Lohan, but, like, just that character is useless. Mm-hmm. But, like, what the fuck were they thinking? No, like, terrible. she was so bad. Um, But it was very, like, I should have known this from the musical. Like, it is so similar to just, like, line by line mm-hmm. of the original movie. Yeah, um, it's a And obviously, like, mm-hmm. like, the musical element. Like, I... And like I said to you, I guess my hot take is like, I love that they adapted it for the stage. Mm-hmm. You made a re- did. Do I think it needed to be made into a movie? No, but mm. you had a really good point that they didn't get to finish their Broadway run. So like right. this was their way of doing that. So that yep. for that, I understand. Yeah, because like I more. bet a lot of people didn't get to see it, even though we did because we're better than everybody. But like this is a way for people to see the show if they weren't able yeah. to see it. Exactly. So overall, like it was entertaining. Part of me was like, okay, let's get to the next part. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know that I'd ever watch it again. Like, mm. I think I would just watch the original. Oh, um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just like what we grew up with and what yeah. we know. Um, but what I did you think about the way I, that they did the music? Like, I thought it like weaved seamlessly into it. Yeah. I thought they did a good job. It didn't seem super forced and Mm -hmm. like we've said before like mean girls the original movie is already like pretty theatrical Mm -hmm. like it's not just a straight up you know they have like the the scenes yeah the animal Mm -hmm. um the animal like stuff like that so it didn't feel super out of place Mm -hmm. um honestly the one song that just felt really awkward was when fucking katie starts singing in the classroom that's stupid with love exactly yeah and that's the best fucking song yep um but obviously renee rap was amazing like Mm -hmm. she's perfect for that role she's so just like nonchalant bitchy which is just hilarious Mm -hmm. um and then like gretchen and karen were whatever Eh, like they Mm -hmm. were fine um and then the girl who plays janice ian so good so like so talented like really good actress Mm -hmm. and singer like Mm -hmm. amazing um and i thought what's his face uh damien Damien. was also really good like i thought they had a really great dynamic together Mm -hmm. i thought like that was really good casting so Mm -hmm. that like i like wanted more scenes with them i'm like agreed katie just be friends with them like they're so much better Mm -hmm. like um and obviously it was great to have Tina Fey mixed in there. And um, she looks great. She looks amazing. She looks, she literally As doesn't look much day. different than mm-hmm. the original. Um, the Lindsay Lohan cameo oh, was great. So good. Good to see her. Um, I thought like what Ashley Park about was Aaron good. Samuels? Oh, I thought Aaron Samuels was fine. I forgot Sign. he's the guy from um, the summer I turned pretty. Oh, okay. I don't um, think I've watched I that. didn't. 
I think I watched the first season, didn't really like it that much, but he, I feel like they definitely tried to get the Gen Z with that. Cause like he's, I mean, he's cute. Like mm -hmm. I think, um, I think they did fine with that casting. Um, who else was there? I thought it was fun, like random that John Hamm was the health teacher. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and obviously Mr. Duvall, like Amazing. the forever principal Incredible. of the world. He I really did not aged. leave the South Side for this. Yeah, so I thought that was, um, that was good, and I agree with what you said. Like, I don't think they overly like tried to TikTok mm -mm. the move. Like, I think mm -mm. they had a good amount to show that mm -hmm. it was taking place right in twenty twenty four. Um, but not in like an obnoxious Agreed. way. I kind of um, liked it. Yeah, how they had all the different screens and people doing the get ready was with me. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think it was like a good like using this like repurposing the same lines like in a new context. Mm -hmm. I thought mm -hmm. I thought they did a pretty good job. Right, but like to her comment on that interview, like if the burn book had been like an Instagram page, I think that would have been way too much. Like I think that would have been way too like Gen Z pandering. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I thought the burn book was perfect. And mm -hmm. I like that they used like some of the same lines and stuff in mm -hmm. there. Um, so yeah, overall, like good movie kept Loved my interest. It. Yep. Yep. I, um, yeah, I do. The caddy, the caddy casting is my biggest issue with the fucking yeah, movie. Mm -hmm. It was not good. Not good at all. Uh, but we'll, we'll just have to wait till the next remake in another 20 years. Maybe <laughs> well, it's it, like, like if you're going to have a heavy, child. heavy hitter, like Renee, or Renee Rapp and the girl from Moana. So big, you know, singers and actresses like the girl from Moana literally has a Grammy award. Like, let's like, that's a big deal. And then you like maybe literally just... go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, maybe they just really didn't want the Katie character to stand out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But maybe it felt like in the original, all four of those there. girls held the am same amount of weight like rachel mcadams Lindsay lohan amanda seyfried like they were all big heavy hitters or are we just having rose colored glasses that they are heavy hitters now and they weren't really that 20 years ago yeah maybe uh it's uh, yeah i mean who knows maybe these girls the other girls that were in it like will be will become more bigger. famous mm -hmm. well um, you know did you see the fun fact about uh gretchen or is it Gretchen? Uh -huh. Yeah. Gretchen was actually in 30 Rock. She's the oh. she's the little girl that Liz goes to lunch with when she's supposed to be out on a date. And her okay. and, um like so she and I don't even think Tina Fey knew that until she looked at her IMDB and it said credits um 30 Rock. Oh she gosh. was on one episode of 30 Rock. That's funny. So um yeah. Connections. Was good. How was your movie experience? Did you have some popcorn? Um, did not have popcorn because we ate dinner like directly before. Mm. Um, but Maggie did smuggle in some candy, so oh, had a few yeah. little little gummy worms. Did you see any of the um, popcorn tins? Because I haven't. I've gone to the movies a couple times. I haven't seen any yeah. of them. The burn book. Ones. I think it's it's only at AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. Because everything um, was sold out. The one go. we went to. Oh shoot. Yeah, those are cute. Just the thing with those is like, what am I gonna do with that? 
I literally, um, I ordered, I got like a popcorn bucket at Renaissance at the Renaissance movie, which have you seen the yeah. Renaissance movie yet? Still haven't seen it. Oh, I, well, it'll Is be it on streaming out? soon. Yeah. And, yeah. It um, would have been more fun to see it in theaters probably, but oh anyway, well. now we have a popcorn bucket and it's just kind of like, hmm, <laughs> like, is it good? Yeah. Make some popcorn. <laughs> I just thought it was everybody kept saying, I'm going to save this to be my kid's puke bucket when they're older. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) I know. Um, You know who did make a cameo in the Mean Girls movie was Megan the Stallion. And we are going to talk about her and Ms. Minaj today. We are, and I'm going to learn about what is happening because I really have no idea. It's so funny. These are the moments that I truly, truly love when I think everybody on the internet is talking about this Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj feud, and I text Lizzie about it, who's a pop culture, you know, she's tuned in, and it's just complete head in the sand, like never heard of it, never seen anything. Well, it's like if it doesn't, like I don't have Twitter or anything anymore, like if Mm -hmm. it doesn't come up on TikTok for me, then... I'm not going to know. Yeah. Well, I think that actually my overarching comment about this feud is that Twitter should be shut down because they just had the issue with the AI pornographic images of Taylor Swift where they had to delete the search of Taylor Swift. And now this feud is all happening on Twitter, too. I just think it's such a messy, disgusting place for like fights and hate. Yeah. And you can like I I went on Twitter and like searched because I was curious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you search for Taylor Swift. Me, too. Yeah. I was just like, sorry, Miss Swift. Still Apologies. Want to see it? But it wasn't whoops. that bad. Jeez, she's no people she's literally act like she was getting raped. Like <laughs> uh, maybe she will. I don't know. But no, she it was. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, she definitely tries to pick her battles. But like, is this really the one she wants to pick? I mean, she should be focusing more on the guy who's broken out of jail five times to break into her house more than these literally like let's get on that and they like can't seem to nail him down (laughs) you know what is so Um, weird is like he kind of looks like the guy that she turned into in the man video obviously definitely more scraggly and like uh, a little bit like out of it but like it doesn't look far off from like her as a man looks like the male version i'm gonna send you and i'm gonna send you a side by side (laughs) and you can just tell me but i can see it in the face that they look similar yeah maybe it's her like okay maybe it's her like her brother brother or like cousin or something who like wants money from her who knows oh that's true i'm sure i'm sure she has like shitty family members that have oh. turned against her imagine if you're a second cousin to taylor swift i'd literally be like you better pay me a hundred million dollars or i'm gonna i would something. literally like venmo charge her every day <laughs> i'm sure she does not have a venmo account but <laughs> you could sell her maybe or like apple pay <laughs> yeah exactly oh my gosh um okay do we let's get into the Nicki Minaj? Yeah, I gave you two kind of tell alls ones from BuzzFeed and ones from Variety. So, whichever one you think, the Variety one I think is probably going to be a little bit more reading and commentary. So, maybe start with the BuzzFeed one. Yeah, let's. I just need like a quick summary, yep. and I think mm-hmm. BuzzFeed is going to do that for me. So, this article says Nicki Minaj has somehow sunk to new lows with her Megan the Stallion tirade. Um, oh gosh, warning, discussion of child abuse and rape. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nicki Minaj is facing backlash for her tirade against Megan The Stallion. Things initially seemed good when Megan's popularity began rising, with the two even appearing on an Instagram Live together and Nicki featured on Megan's song, Hot Girl Summer. However, mm. after years of Megan's growing closeness with Cardi B, Nicki appeared to throw jabs her way. This included rapping in Red Ruby to Sleaze, that 40 cal a make them dance like a go-go an apparent reference to tony tori lanez reportedly tori shouting oh lanes mm -hmm. um reportedly shouting dance bitch when he shot oh the okay when mm -hmm. he shot megan in the foot yeah in 2020 on friday megan released her new single hiss lyrics include the line these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes be mad at Megan's law. Megan's law is another name for a federal law, which essentially makes sex offender registries public. Why did some interpret this as a comment on Nikki? Well, her husband, Kenneth Petty, pled guilty to and was convicted of attempted first degree rape at knife point in 1995 and served almost four years. In 2022, he was sentenced to house arrest for failing to register as a sex offender in California. Mm. Nikki herself has previously spread misinformation about the case and was named in a lawsuit accusing Kenneth of harassment and witness intimidation, though she has since been dropped from the ongoing suit. Her lawyers claimed that the woman Kenneth attempted to rape was going after her for her celebrity status. In Nikki's brother. Uh, like, or are they saying? Yeah, I guess. Because I'm like, was she doing much in 1995? Then. Celebrity Great, like she was status. probably like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, Nikki's brother Jelani M Mirage, um, has further been convicted for sexually assaulting an 11 year old. Jesus. She also worked closely with rapper 669, who or 69, I don't know how to say it, who has pled guilty for use of a child in a sexual performance and subsequently been sued for it. And she defended the collaboration in 2020. Mm. Of course, Megan could have been referring to a number of abusive men in the industry. Right. Nikki then took to Instagram live to share a snippet of her song, Bigfoot, which included the lyrics, bad bitch, like a six foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. I'm Once again, a reference to Megan being lines. shot in the foot. <laughs> I literally sound like an old lady. Like, like old lady reads rap lyrics. <laughs> spoken word poetry. Like you're so you're really bad. like uh, emphasizing every single word. Yeah. Bad bitch. She likes six foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like children's I'm reading a children's books. book. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the page. Um, Next chapter. <laughs> Next chapter. Nikki subsequently took to X and began tweeting and retweeting countless posts about Megan, including one where she called out the Megan's law line and mockingly accusing her of exchanging sex for beats. She then repeatedly brought up Megan's mother, who died in 2019, as That's well as Megan's ex. For partisan fontaine in reference to megan initially saying that she and tori did not have a sexual relationship she accused megan of telling her to get an abortion and encouraging her to drink while pregnant geez this is dramatic mm -hmm. yeah she goes completely off the rails um nikki announced the release of bigfoot using a still of megan from the gail king interview mm. where she discussed the shooting for the first time nikki further tweeted that 
she had five extra songs for if that pussy ass hoe deny one thing. <laughs> In the song itself, she accused Megan of lying about being shot and echoed posts she had retweeted about Megan speaking about people's families with hiss. <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay, my um, hold on. My timeline question is I know Hiss was okay. released on Friday, but did Nikki drop Bigfoot like because of Hiss? Or had she already dropped that or something? Like was she dis like did she release it because of Hiss? When did she release Bigfoot? Or is or Oh no. I was wondering it? if it was it's not on her album, right? No, it's just like a random song let's see here wow i'm glad there's a bigfoot acapella so she released it january 28th at 6th so literally yesterday so that was or the Sunday. day before yeah like i think yeah. she literally released it because of the song yeah it was definitely in response yeah wow and honestly wow. you know what sucks is it's like climbing in the charts probably like more than any of her other songs because of the just because people love the drama. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so we're um. I think we're almost through this article. Um. So how has Megan responded to what must be well over a hundred tweets about her 100. on the Breakfast Club? She said that the song was about multiple people, but a hit dog will holla, and whoever Ooh. feel it, feel it. Um. There were some uh, some Nicki Minaj fans were criticizing her. Mm -hmm. um, Nicki has lost over thirty eight thousand Instagram followers amid the barrage of tweets, while Megan has gained over a hundred one thousand. Yeah, I mean it's clear who's come out on top here. Yeah, Nicki, I just it's really upsetting because like mm -hmm. she's been so great, but like she's I think she's just losing people. Like she's mm -hmm. kind of crazy. Well, so I'm reading the lyrics um, of the whatever, the Bigfoot song. And it's like, they yeah. got you all them Grammys, but your flow's still a no. Then she talks about Megan, Megan Raw, Megan Jaw, Megan's Law, Bigfoot. It's like, you know, Megan could have not even been talking about her at all. And then she literally writes this rap in one day and releases it i mean it's yeah. kind of interesting that she has the talent to do that but still like th she's so is for sure she's so mad that megan has grammys and she doesn't she's always been like that with women though like she's always picked fights she picks fights with cardi she's picked fights now and like here's the thing i always kind of was okay with it because she had good music but nikki's last yeah. album was awful and so it's like yep. not only are you being mean to other people but you're not putting out good music there's nothing redeeming about you and I'm sorry, but that's just one too many sex offenders in your inner circle. I'm sorry. I don't care what happened uh, on each one of them, but yeah. that is a little bit too many coincidences for you well, to be with and all it's those like, people. Continuing to not that she's seeking them out, but like it's sounding like she's kind of justifying their actions a definitely, little bit. Definitely. Definitely. And that's that's kind of concerning. Right. And well, like if it's denying... maybe she'll decide to change her tune if it's going to negatively affect her career. Well, so then the weird thing was, I don't know if the article talks about this, but then she tweeted something like she was listening to Ben Shapiro's podcast. So it's like, OK, is, is she now turning into like a Republican? Like or what is yeah. going on here with this? Like 
you know, I just feel like there's no coming back for her, honestly. And the the way she yeah. could come back is just to be silent for a long time and come out with good music. But she won't do either of those things. She just keeps doubling down. And was honestly, she this is going to get she silenced. She was neither of those things. She was too busy <laughs> on Twitter. And the other thing is, yeah. like, this is going to just push hiss up for Megan. And you yeah. know, I don't know if you saw, but there's a line in it about Chris Jenner and Chris Jenner posted about the song today. So, like. I think just it, it's an okay song. It's like, you know, Nick or Megan has really good songs, but it's like this controversy is going to push her up even more. So Nikki's just doing herself a disservice. She should have just been quiet from the beginning. I agree. Did you see how um, this is kind of a change of subject, but how Chris Jenner like post made a happy birthday post for Ellen DeGeneres and all the comments oh. were like, oh no, Chris, not Ellen. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> like, well, come on. She's- you know chris loves ellen she always has always will so it's just like just leave it you know like she's old like whatever it's like but don't you know she's a bad person well you know Um, the just to circle back to megan the real line that nikki crossed was she did or maybe the barbs did it or something which i would just like to remind everybody we were at the um, you know at the end of the barbs last year when i tweeted that she should get vaccinated so we've also been under fire via twitter from this woman oh and yeah supporters um but she oh. they found megan's mom's grave her tombstone and people literally went and defaced it like they defaced Megan's mom's oh, grave. Oh dear God! Like that's ridiculous. That's when you don't even have like a soul. Like, not only are you defending people who were accused or convicted or both of sexual assault, but now you're going to go after this poor woman who got shot in the foot and her mom passed away. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's very messed um, up. Now, maybe since we've been talking about it, you'll get some TikToks about this or I'll send you some because a lot of people are like, you know, pretending to be Beyonce hearing about this. And it's like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, because what Beyonce is like? so, well, it's like she couldn't care less, number one. But like, it's funny because Nikki worked with Beyonce, you know, on Flawless, Flawless Remix. And then now, of course, like Megan was on went to the Houston show with Beyonce. So like, she's good with everybody, but it's like, yeah, she is never like Beyonce would never stoop this low with any of these people. And I'm sure this well, is like, she, just, cross she does not want to be, she does not want to be bothered with any mm-hmm. of this shit. Well, you know, what's funny is someone said like, you know, we talk shit about Jay-Z, like people talk shit about him. Like he might've cheated on her. Like he's definitely not the greatest guy in the world. And then what does she do in response? She literally posts this like red carpet photo of them, the two of them going out to dinner, like with a million dollar wine bottle. Like she is so unbothered by public perception that like she will do whatever the hell she wants. And that's what we think that Nicki Minaj should be at this point in her career, but she's going completely backwards. Oh, yeah. How old is she? Nikki? Do we know? Hmm. Yeah. I'd say 40. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, what does she want from, like, the next 10 years, you yeah, know? Yeah, she's 41. Like, does she want to keep this up? She's 41. Beyonce's going? 42. Let's just put that yeah. in perspective. They're the same age, basically. It's like, you could either be one or the other, and you're going... and. Also, get the girl a publicist. For God's sakes, take the Twitter access away. 
all of these people need better publicists. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's like well, clearly actually, she's going off the rails. I'm actually a little disappointed that Megan responded at all because her role in this could have just been nothing. You right? You could have just not said anything. You could have just let opinion. it go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Whew. I think well, every, when you that's have a my... platform, people are using it. Well, but in PR 2024, I think the answer is don't say anything. It's silence. Because remember yeah. last year when everybody was actually being mad at Taylor Swift about her jet and stuff? She didn't say fucking yeah. shit. And then it goes away. Right? Like, it just blows over. Yep. Yeah, I think it, honestly, the, unless it's something really bad, I think the best strategy is just to let it go. Be I mean, quiet. Yeah, be I don't always agree with Taylor's PR strategies, but mm -hmm. it does work in her favor sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I wonder if any of these people will go to the Grammys next week. Um, Megan might. I'm not. I don't think Nikki's probably like invited. Like I don't. I don't know. But um, yeah. she's so mad at the. She's always been mad at the Grammys for not giving her anything. So she probably won't go. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, if anything happens. Yep. Um, and speaking of, we have our final Grammy predictions because the big show is happening this weekend, folks. Sunday. It's crazy. It's here. It's a big one. I'm like nervous. Like when you texted me the yeah. other day, and you were like, I don't think she's going to win album of the year. I literally got like nerves, like chills. Sorry. I don't know. I just like, I feel like there are people out there that really probably don't want her to win and they want mm -hmm. somebody like SZA who's mm -hmm. like, you know, newer in the mix. And mm -hmm. like, I mean, I haven't listened to much of that album, like, but it sounds to me like she's a pretty popular. strong contender mm -hmm. and definitely. she's pretty popular. Mm -hmm. So I do think, I mean, I think she definitely has a shot, but um, most of the, predictions i'm seeing think it's going to be taylor i want mm -hmm. it to be taylor for sure mm -hmm. but it just worries me like that she has so much riding on like midnight's is such a culmination of her career mm -hmm. um and her life so and she's obviously had like basically the biggest year of her life so mm -hmm. far so it would just be a huge letdown for her if she lost so definitely anyway. well the grammys have always kind of been a sense a sore subject for her i feel like it's either really really good or really really bad there's yeah, no kind of in between like riding a big high and then it's mm -hmm. like the other end she's not nominated she doesn't At even all. bother showing up so right, like right this year we know she's performing like mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot a lot going on i am very curious to see what she ends up singing well, she's not confirmed yet as a as a uh, singer. Oh, I thought I thought you sent me that, or was that fake? It's like it it's confirmed. It's not confirmed. She's not on the official like list yet. She because they've okay. been posting like SZA is on the official Grammys Instagram account. Like she's performing. Like Joni okay. Mitchell is performing. Billie Eilish. Like they have a list of confirmed people. I'm you no. Know, okay. She would be stupid not to perform. But um, you know, I don't know. The other thing is like the Grammys do sometimes go for like an odder choice. Like John Batiste is up for a best album too. And he won a lot last year. So I'm just wondering if they'll do something like completely off the wall and just pick some, pick neither SZA nor Taylor. And I give, think so. they'll give, they'll give Taylor like best pop vocal album or something. That's such a diss. 
Mm-hmm. I hate that category. <laughs> Me too, because um, it's always like Kelly Clarkson. I know. Um, okay, so we can just run through this list. I know we've already gone through the nominees probably mm-hmm. several times, so I'm not going to exhaust no, that. just but, do what um, think, yeah. So, oh, geez, it's like this article's flipping around. So the... Um, so this is Variety's perspective. I know, like, I've seen a lot of TikToks with predictions, but this is just, you know, one outlet's mm-hmm. ideas. Um, so for record of the year, they picked Flowers, Miley Cyrus. They're saying I that agree will with this win. One. Mm-hmm. And then for could win, they have What Was I Made For or Antihero, which I Oof. feel like those were the ones we also thought could mm-hmm. be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm still I mean, so we mad that Billie Eilish. But... I know exactly. She came out with one fucking song, and she's going to win a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony, literally, and a Nickelodeon yeah. People's Choice Awards for this fucking oh my song. God, fucking Billie Eilish is going to like you got. No, Definitely. she can't get a Tony. Um, She'll and do then... something on Broadway. Yeah, I could see it. Um, so for album of the year, they predict that Midnight's will win. And then the other contenders that could win are SOS, which is SZA's album, and then the record, which is Boy Genius. I feel like it's not going to be Boy Genius, but I know I didn't even know who that was, and I read it's like a trio of women. And I guess the last time a trio of women have won that award was um, literally the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks, if you will. So, oh, well, well, Boy Genius is heard. it's Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, she's in Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Well, then Taylor will have a lot of, you know, people that she likes in that category. Yep. Um, I also, and then, every time they say SOS, I literally think Rihanna immediately. Rihanna, I'm I like, know. Please, someone <laughs> like, help me. Is Rihanna up <laughs> for this, like, Grammy? <laughs> literally. And then Song of the Year, they predict What Was I Made For to win. Ugh. And then the could wins are Flowers and Antihero. Mm, interesting yeah i definitely i don't really have high hopes for anti-hero for song or record of the year i don't like, either it's a good i don't song, think that's i don't think that's the song mm-hmm. i don't think no but like we've said like as a whole um midnight's is definitely worthy um i think album for... should be midnight's record should be flowers and song should be is snooze up for that one snooze by SZA. um for song no, but Kill Bill is. Oh, then Kill Bill. Because Kill Bill's the one yeah. that's still in the top 10. Like, it's still after yeah. almost, you know, a year and a half. And it's like a big, it's a lot of, in a lot of TikToks, mm-hmm. like, just in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely hear it a lot. So, yeah, she I'm definitely sure deserves will get, one of them. I think mm-hmm. SZA will get something, I would mm-hmm. hope. Um, And then for Best New Artist, they predict Victoria Monet. Interesting. And then they put the could wins as Noah Khan and Jelly Roll. Hmm. Now, Thankfully, what if um, Ice Spice? I was just going to say, what if Taylor decides to sing Karma featuring Ice Spice as her Grammy performance? I really hope not. And like, I think that she hopefully realized what a flop that was because it was <laughs> so bad because everybody hated it. So I think maybe they're just going to let that die. I would hope. 
Um, I hope she does like she did. Was that last year where she did like a compilation of three or four songs? Like, I hope she does the, that. Like a little her mashup. Her performance was so good. Yeah. So that was 2020 when she won the album of the year. Yeah. I think she should do something like that. Yeah. I loved her. I mean, obviously they did that whole thing like because it was peak COVID, but that was, mm-hmm. I loved how they did the performances that year. Like Me they had too. their own little set mm-hmm. that they filmed. I thought it was so cool. Um, right I kind of hate seeing everybody at those big tables like that like it's so hard to and they always are panning to some random person that's not even really paying attention it's so weird yeah um so those are all of the big categories let's see I am gonna scroll on the pop yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. except like the whole second half of this article just went blank (laughs) Like, as I scroll down, it's just like, <laughs> nope. Of course. Oh, wow. They Technical do audiobook narration. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Because um, Hillary Clinton's won one. Thank you very much. Michelle Obama is who they think is going to. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Year. Jeez. Like, Billy, fucking what was I made for? Got oh, so much. Every fucking category under the sun. Like, it's legitimately a song in the end credits of a movie like right. it's not even the one that was in all the trailers Mm-mm. and everything that pisses me off <laughs> I <know>. um <laughs> let me try to do a i have the control. nominees at least but you'll you'll have the things best pop solar performance flowers paint the town red what was i made for vampire and anti-hero that's a good category I would either give it to flowers. Yeah, this, this article's not going to work for me. Sorry. Yeah. I would give pop solar performance to anti-hero or flowers. And then best pop duo, thousand miles, Miley Cyrus and Brandy Carlisle, candy necklace, Lana Del Rey and John Batiste. Never felt so alone. Labyrinth and Billie Eilish. So she's up for another one. Karma, Taylor Swift and Ice Spice should not have been nominated. Ghost in the Machine, SZA featuring Phoebe Bridgers. I would probably give this one to either SZA or Lana Del Rey, maybe. Okay. I'm surprised you even mentioned Lana's name. Well, I just think it's so funny. She always forgot to literally uh, nominate, like put her stuff in for the Grammys. So now she has all these nominations. Yeah. So good for her. Um, it's like, best pop oh, yeah. Pop. You're actually pretty good. Literally, people like you. Yeah. I don't know why nobody's buying tickets to Coachella and she's literally the headliner. So right. that's going to be the oh. most boring headliner I've ever seen. <laughs> Lana so Del Rey. Um, pop vocal album, Chemistry, Kelly Clarkson. Told you she's always in this category. Um, yep. Endless Summer Vacation, Miley Cyrus, Guts, Olivia Rodrigo, Ed Sheeran, and Midnight's Taylor Swift. If Taylor doesn't win album overall, they'll give it to to her here. But I think maybe Guts or Endless Summer Vacation. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that's good. You know what I would like to give a shout out to is the Kelly Clarkson Peloton ride. Oh, (laughs) how was it? Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. I like if I hadn't been out of breath, I would have been belting even louder. But like (laughs) it was so good. What were some and, songs since you've been gone? Um, let me. I'm gonna pull up the playlist just because it was so good. And here's the thing: like Cody Rigsby is really annoying, but he does <laughs> always have good music, even yeah. though he hates Taylor Swift. 
Right. But that's um, just as, that's just for him to say that and act like he's complex, but he's not. He likes Taylor Swift. He needs he to He literally it. has a tattoo that's like the outline of Mickey Mouse and every time I see it, I'm like you're the most basic ass right. bitch. Right. Like you act like um, you're all like mysterious. You're not. Yeah. So here's the songs. Behind these hazel eyes, amazing. amazing. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh, Miss Independent. So People like us, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, break away. Ha- she did do the Kellyoki cover of "Happier Than Ever." That was like Ugh. didn't really need that. Happier um, than ever in then a she- spin class. I'm good. Yeah. Um, and then she did "My Life Would Suck Without You" since you've been gone, and then ended with a moment like this. Some people wait a lifetime. Some like, people wait a lifetime. So good. I love and then my she life also would did Santa Can't You Hear Me with Ariana because it was like it was released like around Christmas. Yes, um, but it was so like I I love classes that I like know every single song like mm-hmm. it makes it it's so much easier to go with the rhythm and stuff when you know the songs. Yeah. So. What are some of your other favorite rides that you've done? Um, I mean, I did the. I did the like 1989 Taylor's version ride. That was really fun. Mm. I'm just like so like music motivated, I guess. Yeah. That just mm-hmm. really that really helps me. But there have been there are a lot of good Broadway rides. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly, like there are not really many words, but like some of the like EDM ones are good just because oh, mm-hmm. you can like ride to a beat per minute. Pretty mm-hmm. so um yeah. Overall, I really like uh, the Peloton, and I've been doing it pretty regularly. So, have you done any of the live ones, or you just do the recorded ones? I haven't done a live one recently. I should look and see if there are any good ones tomorrow. Yeah. Like, if there's one on there that like, it's just so easy to go on and just pick one. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's already like, there. Yeah. Cause, well, because Peloton's been going on for so long, like I can literally mm-hmm. go, you know, pick anything, or you can just like you can search an artist like i've searched like dua lipa like songs Mm. that i know will like motivate me that Mm -hmm. are like pretty upbeat um so yeah it's been pretty they should have a grammy category like best peloton artist best best artist for peloton honestly that sounds um, more like nickelodeon teens choice awards yeah so definitely gonna try to keep it up i've done what today's the 30th geez but i've worked out 11 times in january which Whoa. i feel like is pretty good because that's, pre- I that's was much better than when i just got here and or when i was there in the beginning of january you were like i've done like 20 rides total literally now i'm up to 40 <laughs> um, i hit 40 <laughs> so anyhow that was a tangent uh you ready to log us yeah. out here? And we will be back next week to recap these Grammy winners. Oh, yeah. You got to go. No, I'm going to keep talking about Peloton. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sponsored by Peloton. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts at That's the Worst Pod on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. And make sure you give us a rating, a review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are Kevin Ie, and that was literally the worst. It Bye. sure was. See ya.